Megadad's Checkpoint is a mature-rated podcast for mega grown-ups only and brought to you by Deodorant, because convention time should be pleasant for everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Megadad's Checkpoint, a very special episode where Will becomes a man. No. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, no, it is very. This spe- was not on the. This was not on the Google Doc. <laughs> he never agreed to this. It was. It, uh, it is very special edition because our very special pre two D con edition. Yeah. And uh, not only are we having return guests, I think for the first time in my tenure, I, I think we may have had one other time we've had return guests, but this time we're having two return guests. It's a four person mm. show. We had to bust out the little the the we had to put the leaf in the table. That that's how important it was to get as many people on as possible. Uh, I am joined by by wondrous Will from Megadads. Hello. And we are joined, I'm trying to think who we heard from first, but we're, we're going to start uh, with uh, with Howard from 2DCon. Hey, and everybody. Now, and st- state, oh, your, state your official title as well as who you are. Absolutely. So, hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Howard Hong. I am the co-head of volunteers, so I am the one that uh, you will hear from first if you ever are interested in volunteering, and I... Make sure that all of the departments get the uh, volunteers that they need and verify pretty much it, what everyone's going to need uh, so that way we can make an amazing 2D con event for you guys. And uh, so, and also by transitive properties, uh, if the show is bad, it's Howard's fault. Absolutely. Aww. I am the one that takes the fault. I am the scapegoat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And that's, and that's fine. I have, I have zero expectation that that will happen, but you know, it's just, just covering the bases here. We're also joined once again, uh, by the fabulous Kinuku Mao. Hi. Uh, you are also part of the 2D con organization. Hmm. That's right. I've declared it such, even if it wasn't true up until this second, <laughs> <laughs> I've hired you. <laughs> What do you do yeah. at the con? Well, yeah. Hi again, everybody. I'm Mo. I'm hanging out. But uh, yeah, I'm the I'm one of the creative team people. So I do uh, some mascot designs for the con uh, with their mascot Miku. I've done uh, t-shirt designs for them before in the past. I've done I do some of the TCG art for the uh, convention as well, which everybody should be looking forward to because it's going to be really fun and also very limited. I heard too. So. But yeah, I did some of the art for those trading cards that you'll be seeing there, and also some of the signage and overall hype person too. Nice. I I just hype it all all the time because I'm loud. (laughs) Well, you know that that happens. We've got the noise canceling on you for the show, Ah. so so we can it'll it'll balance out. You cannot cancel Kinikumau. I well, you know, you know, it's there's marvelous AI filters nowadays, so. That's that's how it works. So basically, I've been on TikTok right. lately, so there's a lot of those on there. So, <laughs> if, if, so if 2D Con is bad for you, blame Howard. If it looks bad, blame Kanikumau. So there, oh I, think, I think we're, I think that's what we're doing here. And I just realized that I haven't actually asked for my pass yet, so I probably should stop insulting the staff. Um, yeah. Anyway, but yes, 2D Con in the Twin Cities, Minneapolis and St. Paul. It's actually in in Minneapolis proper. 
um, which is the proper Twin City if you want to start that fight again. Uh, but mm-hmm. it, is, uh, it is this coming weekend as we record this. It is August 20th. Is it, is it starting on the 24th or the 25th? On Thursday or 25th. Friday? It starts on 25th. the 25th, yes. 25th. So 25th through the 27th. Um, this, God willing, the show, this show will be out before then. Uh, otherwise, this is going to look really silly. Uh, but uh, regardless, it's a, it's a fabulous show. If you don't get a chance to check it out this year, for whatever reason, definitely keep an eye on it in the future because I've been there a few times. It's always been a great time. And, yeah, uh, and Megadads is going to be there uh, doing some stuff. I know Adam's got some stuff planned, and there may or may not be attendance from some of the the wider Megadad uh, roster, people that live outside the Twin Cities. Uh, so if you're fans of the website, uh, which hopefully you are if you're listening to this show, you uh, you can meet some of some of your favorite people. And I might be there too, so you meet some of your less favorite people. <laughs> So we got a lot to talk about here because we're not going to talk just about the show. We will definitely talk about that a little later, but we have some important business to take care of. Uh, And the first one there is uh, the big question, which I always like to to dump on the guests here. And since we're talking about constant, we use this, I used a similar question back. I, I think it was, I don't, I think it was the Howard show. I'm trying to remember which one we used it on, but we talked about con experiences and favorite uh, con you know, memories and things like that. And so if you want to listen to that, listen to a few episodes ago. This time we're doing something somewhat similar uh, where I, you know, th- there's a lot of great guests at 2D Con this year. Um, and especially for me as a voice acting nerd, there's a lot of cool voice actors there uh, that I will be actually able to talk to for one of my other shows uh, coming up here, which I'm very excited to talk about uh, later. But what is the guest living or dead that you would love to see at a convention doesn't have to be a gaming con could be you know it could be just you know whatever you're into um, but what is the one guest that you have never had the chance to see live in a convention setting and who would that be that's gonna be the big question we're gonna start with will on this one. Oh god oh god because i know oh he god. loves going first man i would love to talk to yoko taro the guy behind near who wears like the big silly moon he head. lost it I know he lost it. It yeah, sucks. Yeah. I think you can make a new Moonhead. Cool. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm pre- to come up with one on short notice, and it's not as good. I'm, pre- no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure someone has the the model somewhere. So like, you could make a new one. Well, yeah, but like he had a con to do that afternoon, so he had to go to a costume shop. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> there is something that I would say as as bad a position as that puts him in. There is something to be said about being so influential that you can just go to any con uh, uh, costume shop and find your symbol. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I guess if that symbol is as vague as just a, a, a helmet that just covers the entirety of your face. Oh, it's, oh he just didn't, he didn't no, get a new yeah, moon. No, he ended up with like a gnome or something. Oh, he just I did think. like a Daft Punk kind of situation. Okay. I get it. I'm with you. Okay. <laughs> He just—he seems like a real interesting guy, and yeah. I would just, yeah. I'm looking at the mask now. It's like, oh my god, that would put fear into any child's face. But for an adult, it's like, oh, okay, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Howard. Oh, all right. So, um, I've actually had this question asked before, um, and, um, and. Everybody is going to be surprised by this question, or by my answer. Um, my favorite actor that I have 
always wanted to have a, a conversation with um, was Keanu Reeves. Uh, I, ah, I am doing okay. shame for him on this. At the, um, the reason I have always wanted to have a discussion with him because uh, a little lame claim to fame um, was during the uh, what everybody knows uh, with the Matrix films was that they really followed uh, the philosophy of uh, uh, little known philosopher known as Soren Kierkegaard. Uh, he was a Danish philosopher that had all of his books translated at the Soren Kierkegaard Library in uh, St. Olaf College in Minnesota, Northfield, Minnesota. And just a little, uh, just so everybody gets to know, my great grandfather was the one that translated those books. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, I like to say that if it weren't for my great grandfather translating the books, we would never have the the Matrix movie, and my uh, Keanu Reeves would not have been inspired so much to make uh, to be Neo in the Matrix films. (laughs) So, I would just love to have a conversation with him just to see what influenced him the most when he was making the film. I think you need to I think you need to end every question you would ask him with you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I, th- I think Oh, and by the way, you're welcome. <laughs> that's only something that the uh, that the Hong family could do. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Kinikumao, how about you? Hi. Masako Nozawa. That's who I want to meet so bad. That is my idol. I admire her so much. She is my hero and also the voice of Goku in Japan. And I (laughs) just, oh, I adore her so much. I want to see her. I want to show her my my Kamehamehas because I I, I do pretty good Japanese Goku voices. And I want to be her successor. (laughs) <laughs> oh, dude, that okay. is awesome. That's a good dream. Oh, I would want to give her a big hug and everything. And just, I want her to say something cool to me as Goku. And I would cry. I'm already, like, thinking about it. I'm like, I want to cry now because I love her so much. <laughs> I, think I want to get become... her action figure. She has an action figure that's coming out, and I really want to get it. it oh, I'm looking yeah. it up right now. It's It looks so cool. <laughs> She's standing in front of a little microphone. It's so cute. I would, I, I, maybe it's just me. But I, I would worry if someone came up to me and was like, I can't wait to take over your job. <laughs> like, that that would just be a little awkward to me. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, I, I hope for many, 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 many more years for her. But I'm just saying, you know, you know. age. But in Japan, everyone's healthy, though. <laughs> How you tell them is important, too. That's always the thing. It's yeah, always I wouldn't about be like, oh, I'm going to take your job. No. You wouldn't be like. I'm coming for you. No! And I was going to say, I mean, she's an anime voice actor. I'm sure that'd be, like, one of the less awkward conversations she has that day. <laughs> so, that's, uh... That's, uh... There, there's there's yeah, whatever that. Whatever happens in those recording booths, she's probably like, eh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I would oh, actually... I that so That much. is one of my dreams. Speaking of conventions, I would love... And I know the Japanese convention scene is not nearly the same as it is here in the U.S., mm-hmm. but I would love to go to a fan convention in Japan just to, just to see kind of the difference. Because I imagine that the fandom is, you know, just as, as rabid, if not more so... But 
there's also that just kind of overriding like politeness in the culture. So it's like I want to see how like those two kind of forces interact with each other. And I would just love to see a con in general uh, in Japan. But that's I'm 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 weirdly no uh, same. Anthropological. I totally agree. I want to I want to see uh, what's the what's it um. Comicat is one of them that I would love to yeah, go to. Yeah, Comicat, yep. To, I'd love to go to a Tokyo Game Show one day. Yeah. Um, oh, my that God. Is, that is always... Oh, it's coming up. It's coming up next month. So, 21st? No, maybe? I don't know. I always forget what date it is exactly, but it's coming up next month. And I'm not I'm going, so I've, I can't... I, I don't care I've what always day it seen those game shows and thought, well, what is going on? Why are they having so much fun with this? Because Japan so knows huh? how to have fun <laughs> when it comes to the entertainment side of things. Yes. <laughs> Adam's yes. been to a TGS before. Yeah, I think he has. Uh, our fearless leader, uh, Megadad Adam. Yeah. Oh, the um, one who just had a birthday. The one who just had Yay. a birthday. Yeah, the which, one who just had a birthday. Which we'll also talk about uh, briefly uh, later in the show. I wanted, I'm want i going to out-nerd all of you, sort of, which given the crop of already suggested, it's going to be difficult. I mean, that's easy to do from, like, you know, last in the batting order. Well, you know, there's some. There's very few advantages to being the host of the show, but, you know, this is sadly <laughs> one of them. Uh, I'm going to pick a man uh, that most people aren't going to know the name of. Uh, his name is Arthur Q. Bryan. And he is, uh, or was, he's been dead for decades at this point, um, but he was the original voice of Elmer Fudd uh, in, oh, uh, in the, yeah. way back in the, in the 40s and 50s. And the reason why I would pick him over like Mel Blanc it would yeah, be kind of the kind of the kind of the obvious one, and, and I would still love to talk to Mel Blanc, you know, as long as I got necromancer powers. I mean, why not? But <laughs> Arthur Bryan specifically, because he was one of those he was people that know the story of Mel Blanc and and the Looney Tunes and all that kind of know that Mel Blanc, for pretty much his entire life, was the only voice actor credited on. The Looney Tunes, uh, in the actual credits, and that was a contract stipulation that Mel Blanc had. Basically, Lu- Lu- Mel Blanc wanted a ton of money, and Warner Brothers couldn't afford it, and so the compromise was fine. But I'm going to get credited on every uh, on every cartoon that I do, which was pretty much everyone, uh, <laughs> and and none of the other voice actors could could equal that so basically he's the only one that's ever really credited sometimes you'll see like additional voices it's pretty rare and that tends to happen later but arthur q Bryan was 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 the guy for a long time and i would just love to talk to him about what that was like to be complete almost completely unknown uh while you're doing the you know one of the biggest characters in in animation at the time i think that would be fascinating uh, to talk to him about that. And plus, I just want to grill him about uh, what's Opera Doc for like two hours. That's just, that's just <laughs> my thing. That's just my thing. Cause that's I, a I, good one, though. That's I love, good I love, one. I love everything about what's Opera Doc. I've seen, uh, you know, we, uh, years ago now, probably about 10 years ago, there was a, a Looney Tunes exhibit in uh, one of the local museums here. And uh, they, they had it was really cool. And oh, I wish I could have gone to that. Yeah. I, I, I grew up with Looney Tunes. So oh, yeah. I love, I love Looney Tunes. Dude, and, the stuff and the, that they got away with back then is uh-huh. just amazing. Just seeing, like, oh, you're seeing a donkey uh, up in the air. Oh, that makes no sense for a child. Adults are like, oh, that's hilarious. He's oh, calling yeah. him an ass. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, the old Looney Tunes, I mean, they were much more for adults than they were for kids. And mm-hmm. that was so. We got lots to talk about in terms of games we're playing before we get into the 2D Con talk. Uh, and since I. 
since I kind of took the last bit, uh, I feel it's only fair that I go first because my stuff's really relatively quick. Because uh, we talked a little bit about last about this last show. Uh, I've been playing Final Fantasy 16. That has been probably the biggest thing that I've been playing in the last month or so. Um, and uh, I'm still not done with it. And my review from last time hasn't really changed that much in the sense that I think it is probably one of the best written Final Fantasies in a while, uh, both in terms of dialogue and in terms of just general story. Uh, I think it's easily one of the best voice acted ones uh, ever ever done uh but the gameplay itself is very there you know <laughs> it's it's just it, yeah there's a game there but it's not super into, like i was much more into the the 15 uh fighting system and and, and like if you're gonna do that kind of real timey thing i i liked final fantasy 15 more i was um, gonna say if that's gonna beat the backstreet boys adventures i'm gonna be surprised i'm saying <laughs> i'm saying oh my god i'm saying mechanically mechanically you know because because to me and and they do the thing that a lot of these games do where it's like we you can do all these funky uh you know combinations and things like that but you don't have to and you don't really get anything out of it for doing it that way like like they've got the whole you can replay areas and and get a get a grade and all that stuff i haven't cared about grades since i i was in the sixth grade frankly and <laughs> and so it's like i don't care about that so like I, I and and the enemies themselves are very kind of not bullet spongy because there's no gun so like sword spongy maybe would be the right word they just they seem to take forever to go down and and I know some of that is because I'm not using all the funky combos and things like that but just I just don't care enough to do that it just I there's something that's very kind of boring about the combat in this which is which is unfortunate because it, it hits on every other cylinder uh, and and that's I think the thing that that isn't it just for some reason isn't super clicking with me and and I also I'm disappointed at, at how limited the chocobo stuff is wait. Yeah, how limited are we talking? Are we talking like less than thirty minutes of content? It's one of those where once once you unlock the chocobos, and that whole storyline is kind of cool, um, yeah. of them uh, unlocking chocobos. But then it's like it's just kind of not necessary. It's kind of it's not fast travel. It's like it's like it's jogging. It's not it's not walking. It's not running. It's jogging. So it's like yeah, it, even when you hold the button for I guess it's supposed to be a sprint. It feels like you're moving much slower. Yes. Than than you should be based on the animation. That yeah, it sound like it's doing justice for the Chocobo fans. I I know. And and you know, but I was thinking about this too and God bless the Final Fantasy people for trying and they they keep trying to do this and it's it's just getting worse over the years. They're trying to turn chocobos into these noble creatures. They're giant <laughs> chickens. Just, 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 just. I mean, they're they're very cute and all that stuff. But like Final Fantasy sixteen, they're like these. They're they're like all you know done up like they're these 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 noble steeds and they've got this all this filigreed armor and all this stuff. It's like they're goddamn chickens. Yeah, they do that in fourteen too, don't they? I know, I know. I'm saying like just stop. Just well, just lean into the fact that they're 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 silly. It's silly. Because there's nothing there's nothing there's nothing worse than a very serious emotional scene being told on chicken back. <laughs> Oh God! It, you're just going on this amazing adventure. Yes, we shall mount these chocobos, and then you look at this gigantic 
cartoon chicken. That yeah, that uh, that is where nah. the entertainment comes from. You're like, yes, that that, that's not something that bothers me. I, I I love chocobos and I love that they're becoming more noble. But I also love how cute they are too. But then again, I also don't really play Final Fantasy games. So I, do, I haven't even touched sixteen yet. It does. It doesn't bother me so much. It's just I just find it so funny. It's so it's it's it, it in some ways it is kind of like talking to a little kid where they're talking about how they're the you know they're this big strong you know superhero it's like yes yes you are but good it's like you. like yes they're yeah yeah exactly good for you but it's like no it's 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 very silly i do uh but but so far i'm enjoying it i think i think according to the the little tracker i'm like 75 percent done with the story mm-hmm. um so and uh but i still have like major plot points that haven't been resolved yet so uh, I talked a little bit about the active time lore. I think that's a genius idea, especially you know, like a lot of the people listening to the show, your parents, it may be weeks before between when you get a chance to play. It's like, who are these people again? Uh, that's very, very useful. Uh, I do like that. Um, so, so yeah, so that um, I, my goal is to get that finished by the, by next episode and then move on to other things because I, I did start uh, playing a Ratchet and Clank game, or the the latest one uh, was it Rift in Time, I think. Uh, but that was mostly so uh, Rift Apart. Rift Apart, thank you. Uh, but that's mostly so I could play a game in front of my child. Uh, because yeah, sixteen is not a- <laughs> sixteen is not kid friendly. Sixteen is not, yeah. Um, so I, I've downloaded Ratchet and Clank because yeah, it's 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 actually more violent I think than Final Fantasy sixteen, but it's it's cartoony, so it's okay. And they don't say fuck. They don't. First mainline first mainline Final Fantasy that's gotten an M rating, I believe. It, yes, that really? sounds right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was oh, another say one, that I think F it was word. Type Zero or something like that, but that's not mainline. No. Not no. And, and who can even keep track anymore of what's what's the mainline on any of this stuff anyway? But I also I also wanted to point out another game I've been playing, uh, again, speaking of my child. I've been playing uh, My Friend Peppa Pig. Is it very grown <laughs> up? It is, it is not very grown up. <laughs> um, but... But uh, let, let me tell you something. So do you remember back months ago when God of War was the hotness and everyone was talking about it and everyone was talking about like one of the big annoyances that people kept bringing up with that game was like it doesn't let you kind of sit on a puzzle without like giving you hints really quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's like, like every yeah. two to three minutes or you're just like, hey, what's that up there? And it's just, exactly. It. Exactly. So imagine that annoyance, except it's Peppa Pig telling you that. <laughs> this game, this game does not let you stand still, without the 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 main Peppa Pig character being like, "Standing is boring. Let's go do something." <laughs> I've got somewhere to be, and it's like like I've I've got an almost three year old playing this game. She's still figuring out how controllers work. Oh no! And so like she'll just stand or she'll just like walk around for a while and not like want to interact with anything, and that's fine. Like I I I personally have no problem with that, but but Peppa Pig is basically like yelling at her after a while. So like I'm bored. Let's go do something. And I'm and I'm like I just want to be like she doesn't know how this works. She's she's been she's been walking into a wall for the last forty five seconds. She clearly doesn't want to do whatever you want to do, Peppa. Let it go. But that's that's just. But yes, I'm I'm already indoctrinating my child. So she's figuring out how the sticks work. She's figuring out how the sticks work, and she knows the buttons. She knows that's that cute. you know. Uh, although I regret teaching her, apparently one of the buttons uh, just has your character make the animal noise that they are. Oh God! <laughs> and and if you've ever watched Peppa Pig, you're yep. familiar with the quality of the animal impressions yep. on that show. Uh, so I do. I'm sure regret. you're hearing those in your sleep now, aren't you? 
I like so much, so much else. It's just, it's just, it's just this constant, it's this constant DJ mix of kids' themes, and yeah, it's, it's no good. So we will have to make sure that our DJs do not play that. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Go for it. I, I, I want to see what say, happens. We should, we should recommend that. We, we should, should absolutely that. do that. I want to see what happens when you bust out the Peppa Pig theme at, at the, the DJ's remix. Sending a DM to Joe, hey. and there it is. All no, right. There no. we go. <laughs> All right. So I, I will, and, and Will can back me up on this, uh, when, when Mao added that they were playing Street Fighter VI, I, I made a shocked sound. Uh, he did. Uh, when I saw that. So, of course, of course you're playing Street Fighter VI. Of course. Of course. How's it going? Are you enjoying it? Well, absolutely. I hate modern controls, but you know what? That's just on me, because I just need to learn how to, like, counter that stuff. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, I'm having a great time. I love that game. I love it so much. I'm that's playing so that, good. and I'm playing uh, Street Fighter Three Third Strike because I also love Third Strike too. That's my go-to, like all the time. But yeah, no, I'm I'm playing them because that's I just I'm 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 hooked. I I, I can't get enough of that game, and uh, the competitiveness is fun. There's so many people that are playing it, uh, so many new players that are playing it. I'm learning a lot more than I did before about it too because it's so accessible and. Uh, yeah, just and I love you, Honda. He's my main right now. I love him so much. He's fun, and everybody hates him for some reason. I'm like, yeah, yeah. He may have like really good medium punch. He may have a really good <laughs> high punch anti air, but he, and he may have awesome safe on block options. But hey, he's not that bad. It's Zangief you got to worry about, especially modern Zangief with this quick oh God. reflexes and that modern <laughs> oh, grab, grab, grab. You don't have to do no 360 like inputs to get those throws out there anymore with him. And it's just like you cheapskate <laughs> man you know I, I gotta say russia hasn't been doing well on the pr front this last year you got, you got zangief now <laughs> making them look bad it's just it's sorry it's That's a shame right. just... it's a shame <sighs> zangief modern zangief has like more destructive power than the entirety of the russian military yay it's politics terrifying. he's got Nothing that reaction time he's got real good reaction time <laughs> Oh, dude, can he catch, like, a bullet or something just with his packs? With modern controls? Absolutely. absolutely. I mean, technically... There's no effort needed. Technically... Press one button and boom. Technically, anyone can catch a bullet with their packs at least once. (laughs) So... It's just whether you live through that or not. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a question. It, I don't think it counts as catching if it goes through your torso. Well, then maybe have some bones. How about that? You thought of that? Oh, he's got some titanium bones or something just on the them pecs himself. I thought we agreed oh, not to talk no, about pecs, my bones. His pecs, his pecs are just made out of ballistic gel. You're, you're, you're right, Will. I'm sorry. I forgot we weren't going to talk about your bones. You promise. I promise. I promise. I'll edit it out. Don't worry about it. It's it, it, Your secret is safe with us. Editor, remove it now. Uh, but, Will, you are, you are cursed to golf is what I'm hearing. Uh, which sounds yeah. which sounds like yeah. sounds like you know on the scale of, of curses that's not too bad. Mm. Well, I mean, the thought of playing real outside golf is the most like appalling, repellent thing I can possibly think of. But this is a video game golf, and I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> Absolutely, just the two things that I just couldn't. I hate hate even the thought of doing in real life i will do in video games one is golf the other's fishing um <laughs> look in the game i catch something every time 
Well, and, and if you, I get and, no sunburns. And if, if you play everybody's everybody golf, uh, you could you do, both. do both. And both in the same yeah. game. I have, yeah. I have played. Yeah, I have played that. Game. Uh, but curse to golf is a little different. It doesn't really work in uh, typical fashion. No. You're a golfer, and you died, and now you're in golf purgatory. Oh, dear God. Oh, my. <laughs> and you have to play your way through these kind of randomly generated holes. I don't, I don't know what's under the hood in this game. They're not the same every time is the important part. And you have, instead of having to do something... Well, par is a... <laughs> Uh, it's a requirement. You cannot get over par. If you run out of strokes, you die and have to start over. Ooh. But if you make it through all 18 holes, then you get to ascend into what I'm promised is some manner of golf god, but we'll see. Um, these holes are really elaborate. They're spike traps, water hazards. Uh, there are vines that'll reach out and just drag your ball into the into a mess and you just, nothing happens. Uh, spikes are a one-stroke penalty that just instantly bust the ball up. But it's also like 2D. It's like a... You're looking at it like a 2D side-scroller kind of thing as you try to wind your way through this maze-like hole of golf. And there are little statues you can hit to give you extra, <laughs> extra strokes to give you a little more time to get through. Um... The thing that really seems to be to uh, impact things the most, they have these cards that you can get. You can buy them in packs in between holes sometimes, and they'll give you some special stuff like there's practice. There's a practice shot where if, say, I see a statue that would give me some bonus hits, but it's like way out of my way, I could use a practice shot on it instead, hit it, and then just not have to deal with that ball. Um, you can hit three shots in a row, pick which one you like, and go from there. Uh, you can turn your ball into an ice cube and freeze water hazards so that you can play on them. You can burn up the vines I mentioned earlier. There's all kinds of them, and that's where I'm having the most fun, is I'm just buying a ton of these cards. <laughs> you can save them up in a little binder, I guess, if you just really want to be overpowered for one of these run-throughs, one of these attempts. Because it's kind of but a roguelike, right? A little bit. I was going to say, okay. I'm looking at the game right now. This looks like it has uh, all sorts of different... Uh, is it randomly generated as well, so it's always a different experience? Um, I haven't played enough of it to know that yet. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it takes so long to get through these holes. It's really my one kind of complaint. I'll play through like two holes, and then I'll just put it down for a little while come back and do a couple more it's not like one where i'm going through beginning to end or beginning to whenever i fail out or whatever um some of the hazards are kind of biome specific you do x number of holes and then you do a there's a boss which is just a race to the hole and then you change and then like this area will have spikes instead or this area will have the vines so some of it is kind of consistent between the areas, but I can't really speak to a lot of that because, like I said, I just kind of played a little bit at a time, and I haven't, I haven't like restarted a ton. Um, they just keep telling me that it will be different every time, <laughs> <laughs> and 
and they seem to know what they're talking about. <laughs> I, I think there needs to be a, a roguelike out there that just trolls the player. They're like, yeah, the, the new ones are coming, but you need to... It, it's it's really just one level that never ends. But they're like, the next level will be randomly generated. But the first level is always going to be the same, and they just. It, but it just never happens. Like there, there's a, oh there's a, there's a, there's a philosophical aspect that we need to add to this. I think, just to just to mess with people more. That's that's <laughs> that's just me, I guess. Uh, yeah. So, Curse to Golf that is on pretty much everything as far as I can see here. Um, to yeah. me, to me, this looks like a Switch game, like like a game that would just really sing on on Switch. So that I'll might have be to where I recommend it, it to my friend. He's probably going to be like, I don't know. He's obsessed with golfing. He loves golf, actually. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, maybe this uh, like something he'd like. That's a trailer first situation because if they're super into golf as it exists, I don't know that this will touch the same. Well, I mean, you know? they like they also play golf games sometimes. I think. Yeah, like Mario Golf, though. <laughs> it definitely looks like it. It does have roguelike aspects to it. So if this is something that uh, a roguelike uh, adventurer likes and wants to try and uh, just grind out constant entertainment from different experiences yeah. over and over again, uh, it definitely looks like it, it would definitely scratch that itch. Yeah, that's definitely something I really like too. Is I really like I love roguelike games too. So and also mm-hmm. so does my friend too. So we're, I'm I'm gonna have to recommend this. I'm going to. I'm gonna, I see him tonight. Okay. Later tonight, do so it. I'm gonna recommend it to him. Do I'm it. Do it. We're gonna play Rogue Legacy two tonight. That's what we're playing tonight. Oh, nice. nice. Love that game. I've added it to the wish list. Will you have talked me into it? <laughs> Huzzah! If we don't get at least one person on the show to buy something during the show. We, we've, uh, do I need we've, to do that? Do I need to accept that challenge right now? And I mean, say, I'm not saying it? I'm. I you know, we all have our own different financial situations, so I'm never gonna in you know try to pressure will, people too much. I will say I am one of the single guys, so I could potentially do this right now and just say, <laughs> "Screw it! I've got the money. I am financial." <laughs> and that is that is up to you, I guess. <laughs> you know, I just I, it's it's mentally it's you're just like, yes, content. Let's do well, this. Well, you know, you know, I mean, I'm not getting a piece of this, so <laughs> I, I, that's really what. As soon as we get like proper sponsorship, oh my god, it's going to be sickening for everyone. <laughs> that that it's like oh yeah no you're gonna buy this and or I'm gonna edit you out of the show. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, I, I'm just gonna make the rest of it real awkward. I, yeah, so. I'm, I'm all for the super liminal uh, marketing techniques. I, we're <laughs> we we're kind of talking about this before the show about how sports like sports games in particular seem to be like that thing for people that would never in a million years play the sport in real life. <laughs> You know, like, I obviously, you know, very few people are going to get a chance to, like, you know, go to the moon and shoot demons in real life. So, like, that, leaving that stuff out, there is there's something about something fun about the fact that people that would never play golf in real life or people that would never play a, a, a particular sport or be interested in, um, like, team management. Like, yeah, I'm thinking thinking kind of the different variants on... on um, on sports games where like, you know, football manager where it's, say, it's football manager. You're doing yeah. all that stuff. It's like you never want to do that in real life. Even though that is <laughs> that that is actually possible for you to do in real life. If but you'd rather do it you'd rather do it in a video a game. game. Yep. Yeah. If there's one thing you learn as you start to grow older, it's just like, Yeah, I love this thing, then you start doing it in experience, it just ruins the uh, the entertainment and dream that you originally did. <laughs> uh, uh, when you wanted to play football or baseball. Uh huh. So, (laughs) 
but I just I always I'm always amused and even and even like moving beyond sports like think of like the business simulators or or you know it's like oh we're gonna run a restaurant or we're gonna do mm. you know this it's like I would mu- like I know enough people in the restaurant business to know that like I I would not survive if I tried to do that <laughs> um, it would be bad for everyone involved uh, but uh, but I would but I love playing things and I know like overcooked isn't like a real simulator experience right. for that but like but like you know all these kind of business simulation you know, games and things like that. Like I find those much more compelling than I do the, the, even the process, the, just the prospect of trying to do this in, in real life. And, and, and granted with the business stuff, you're actually like, you know, putting your money up and there's an, an element of risk, but like, there's no element of risk if I just started playing golf, but I'm still not going to do it in real life. Um, it's just no. That's, There's too that's much not... embarrassment at stake. It's like, yeah, let's give this go, and in the gutter, in the water, and I am terrible. Yeah, I don't, I don't do golfing like being out on the on the green and stuff. You know, I don't touch that grass. I, I don't know, but um, <laughs> I going to the range though, like Top Golf. Oh man, that's fun. Okay. Well, yeah, you don't you don't have to go get it. Yeah, exactly. You don't get to follow it. You get to stay where you are. Yeah, exactly. And you get to like have targets and play games and stuff, and it's fun. And also, they have really good food. Just so I, you really know. a top golf. They okay. Got re- they got really good food. And so we yeah. can all agree that the worst form of golf is golf. Yeah. <laughs> the baseline, yes. So Howard, what about you? I know you're busy with the con and all that, but you've got to have some time to have some some games. Otherwise, why are you even bothering? Oh, absolutely. Well, uh, one of the games that I finally decided to jump in on, uh, and I'm sure everyone's talking about it right now. Um, I have been playing the Baldur's Gate three game on PC. Never heard of it. No. <laughs> yep. Nobody Sorry. has. It, apparently, it just popped up out of nowhere, and everybody's like, "Hey, wow. this this game is really cool." It it puts Blizzard, uh, EA, all all developers to shame because apparently they don't follow I've microtransactions. I've heard. They don't. Uh, they let you play the game that you want. They uh, don't have any DLC that feels like it's unneeded. <laughs> um. Uh, so yeah, I have been. Uh, grinding through that game um, I think I probably put more than 24 to 36 hours into the game uh, just within the past couple of weeks don't tell Joe that otherwise he might make me do more work for the convention I please no. <laughs> um, but uh, no the game itself for those that don't uh, know what Baldur's Gate is it is a uh, action uh, adventure RPG uh, where you get to, uh, it's basically Dungeons and Dragons, uh, with a couple of, uh, the, the D&D 5th edition book, uh, imported into the game, so that way everybody gets to, uh, make their own character, throw spells, swords, bows, uh, uh at the enemy, and, Try you can throw you can throw bows at people. You can throw a bow if you want to. You Sweet. can deliberately do anything your mind uh, you think of. You can uh, whatever you think of in the game. You can just say, "All right, I'm gonna do this," and as long as the mechanics function, it will work. Um, I have taken a backpack filled with a bunch of potions and poisons, and through. Th- 
through this backpack at an enemy, all of the potions and stuff fell onto the ground, which I then just threw uh, a little bomb to ignite them all, and it caused a little mini nuke in the process <laughs> of just wiping this one boss. Oh, that sounds adorable. I love that. <laughs> it, it, the, the fact that they implement something like that is genius. I, I loved it so much. It's, it it gives the players the experience of uh, playing their own uh, Dungeons and Dragons uh, experience. Uh, I it, it, just off of the twenty four to thirty six hours that I have played, I feel like I have barely scratched the surface of this game. Um, there are is so many different ways you can play the game. You can go straight up strength uh, and just stab anything that you come that would be me. encounter <laughs> with. Uh, you can go the bard route where you just want to talk, or if you really want to have fun, you can sleep with everyone if you want to. <laughs> um, and absolutely. <laughs> I have contemplated that so much. I'm like, this guy's cool. This, is, <laughs> this guy looks like uh, Let's Wizard find out Jesus. how cool he really is. <laughs> hey, look, there's a bear. Yes, you can sleep with oh a bear. Oh, my God, the bear. Yeah. I heard about that. I was like, what? It, technically, it's a druid. You're sleeping with <laughs> right. a druid, but he can shape shift into yeah. a bear, and then it gets really hot. Oh. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah, uh, everybody's know. like, yeah, Howard's a furry. Howard's a furry. No, <laughs> no. I was gonna, say, I was gonna say, I've never regretted having the guest have their t have turned their camera on until this moment. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but the game itself, uh, it, uh, I really, uh, this is just a biased opinion uh, that I have right now, and I'm sure everyone's probably going to contradict. Um, from my opinion, just on how the game has grown over the past two weeks uh, how the community has been talking about it overall uh, and how overly positive uh, the game is being rated. I really think this is going to be uh, the game of the year that everyone will be considering playing. I myself think that 360 plus hours of playing this game is not, not going to be enough to fully get that 100% experience out of the game because mm -hmm. you can play it one way and then say, okay, I I went the strength route, let's try something else. And you can play a whole new character and there's all new dialogue, there's all new experiences. You can go uh, you can go the chaotic law, uh, good route, you can go the lawful neutral. Um, for those who are D&D uh, &D veterans, they'll, they'll know that that's just like your... Uh, how your character kind of rolls throughout the game. But uh, uh, just with Baldur's Gate itself, there is so much that is jam-packed into this 120 gigabyte game. It feels like there is more uh, more uh, more different experiences that you uh, that you can have when you play New Game Plus. I'm always hesitant with the New Game Plus stuff uh, on, on games like this. And because I was thinking about this because like, I, the, I'm i always worried about where... Anytime, anytime a, a heavy story game 
talks about how replayable it is. There's something about that that doesn't jive with me because I if it, if a story if there's a story heavy game, I mm-hmm. almost treat it like a movie, and I and I also I I almost never discuss or seek out discussion about those games because I don't want to know that the way I that there that anything other than the way I played it was the way it was spo- way that story goes. You know what that mean? You know what I mean? Like I don't want to know that you know, if you do this thing, then this ending changes or or this relationship is different or whatever. Like I don't want to know that because it for one thing it's going to activate my collector mentality and then it's and then it just becomes a I need to see everything. But also it's like for some reason it, it takes some of the some of the, the the impact out of the story. It's like I and I know I know this these things didn't happen in real life, you know, and and I also I know that all of this content also exists and, and that's fine. But for me, it's like this is the story they were they wanted to tell. And when when I play a game and I can't see those seams, when I can't tell that this is this isn't the way like I almost want to and, and I'll just I'm gonna say it this way and realize that this will be clipped and used in other contexts but it's like I want to be railroaded Woo! I want to be <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's like, I want I want to feel like this you know, I there's wanna... a bear you should talk to. <laughs> oh now now I can sleep with a vampire you say I should try this well it's it's who's more the, who's the hot own, uh, demon lady Who's like beefy and stuff in that game? I oh, you're talking over... Carlot Lack. Yeah, yes. I was like, they... oh, hello. Oh, dude, there are so <laughs> many people that are just uh, wanted to get in bed with Carla. It, it, <laughs> granted, her character, she she has this uh, fire engine inside of her chest. Uh, there's story and dialogue that gets more into it, but uh, like an en- just... like an engine like an engine running on fire. It, it, basically, Not... yes, and it. Well, well, I'm gonna say as as opposed. Fire. Well, what I was as opposed to a fire engine, with like to go where firefighters get in it and put it put out fires. Oh, dude! It, it, I'm just I'm just I'm just clarifying for people. Out, oh God, it it is going to be hard with her. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just picturing she, like, it's like this, takes off takes off her breastplate and there's like a little tykes fire. Well, engine. I was gonna, I was going to say like this en- this episode this episode of Thomas the Tank Engine got weird. <laughs> Eddie, what, what's going on? Just go to your room. <laughs> Just go to your room. Give me, give me ten minutes. <laughs> Where's Thomas? <laughs> wow. Just wait till the mods. Wait till there's mods. Oh, oh there yeah. is actually mod I'm, I'm support. Sure there are, I was gonna say, I'm sure there is already mod support for the game. It's on PC. What you know? And that's the nice thing too about this game. Uh, the mods actually came out. The day that the game actually was released, well, it uh, had been it, it had been in in early access for months. Like people, yes. like I think it was like the first act or so was like available for you know at least a, almost close to a year. I want to say, and already thank, so yeah. And thanks to that, the community got involved and started to get creative in adding additional mods. Um, I know one of my buddies cr- uh, downloaded a mod that allows you to play instead of doing just four player online co-op you can add a fifth player so then you can do a five player experience that's pretty cool okay yeah i i will probably i will probably buy this game Uh, i I think i might wait till it's on console uh just because i have a potato for a computer as, as i mentioned so it's it's and it is one of those where 
it's it looks beautiful enough where it's like I don't want to feel like I kind of ran into this when I was playing uh, Midnight Suns, where it's like I can tell that this is supposed to look so much better than it than it does on my on my <laughs> terrible machine, uh, and and I want and I know that this not only does Baldur's Gate look better than Midnight Suns does. But it's like it's just gonna look so much better on proper hardware. So it's like I'm gonna wait till I've got a PS5. So it's like I can I can wait till it comes out on on console. Next I think month? it's like I think in like a couple weeks. I want to say yeah. like early September. Yeah, or yeah it's like yep. a couple uh-huh. weeks away. Uh, yeah. I'll pull up the real early September. Hell, yeah. I might even get this game too because just hearing all the positive uh, positive things about the game, especially because of the whole like you know for a Western game too. You know, no microtransactions. It's not that it's there's like no like issues with it at launch. Like crazy. I mean, I, I I bet you know because of the early access that definitely helped. But hearing all the good things about it and for it being a triple A title, and also I'm thinking, okay, maybe I do need to experience this. So yeah, I want to play it. I want to play it. And oh, I know it... I have friends that are way into D and D and they want me to play D and D. And I'm like, I don't really do this, but you know, if you give it to me in a video game form, I can play it. I can get you know the idea of it. I will. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the nice thing about this game too, I've got friends that are huge into D and D. So if if you jump into this game, a lot of the community will also be willing to help you uh, understand how to create your character or how to specifically build them. I will so, probably spend no, like five hours making my character. Oh, I am sure you will. That is the biggest thing when it comes to a uh, RPG game. Yep. Uh, you spend maybe two minimum two hours just uh, creating your character. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. do I want the hair to look this way? Yep. Do I want pigmentation? Do I want... Uh, there are certain yeah. assets you can edit in that in Baldur's Gate, I've heard, and I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yep. But yeah, no, I spend so much time with that, too. Like, Street Fighter Six has a character editor on there as well, and I, I'm still working on making my guy look perfect. Like, because you can go back and edit your character at any time. Right. Yeah, and I'm just, you know, it took me, like, two hours to make them initially, and I'm just like, you know what? I need to tweak this part. I got to tweak this part. <laughs> you know, there's so many things I need to tweak. And Games like that so with, good. like... Games with like in-depth character creators, I honestly just approach first night is to install it yep. and make a character, exactly. and I'm not going any further. Yep. Yep. Maybe watch cutscene or two, but then after that, mm-hmm. it's like I you'll will... you'll play the story or something. Uh, the I next will day. watch the cuts. I will watch whatever I must to save the game, save all this work I put into <laughs> it, and then we'll lot. pick it back up. <laughs> I remember. I remember back. When I was trying, I'm I'm the same way. I'm I'm absolutely I'm like I'm gonna play with the character creator forever. I mean, I remember when Spore came out many years ago, yeah. where you could that they just released the character creator separately, and you could just it was for free, and you could just play with it. And I played with that for hours. Never even bought Spore. Uh, just just played with the character creator. I, oh yeah, because that was like I, a I think it was you've supposed had to be like a better benchmark experience. Tool or that's that's what mm-hmm. I heard. That's what I heard that, that it was the better experience. But I remember. I have I have stopped playing games because I've gotten frustrated with the character creator, uh, and uh, and I remember there was it was uh, City of Heroes. Huh. It was it was an online it was an online right. uh, superhero game, and I remember getting so upset that I couldn't create the kinds of characters I wanted because I I have I will admit a very Pollyanna ish attitude toward online games. 
Like I, I feel like I, I have advocated, and I know this would never happen in real life, but I would advocated for. I've advocated multiple times on these games for like, give me a server where it maxes out at like twenty five people. Where it's like, I it, it, nothing bothers me more in an online game where it's like, here's you know, here's this village and it's got a thousand faded heroes. <laughs> Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Fantasies like are I, online too. Like I, I bounced <laughs> off of Fantasy fourteen so hard because of that. Like it just it takes me out of the game. So it's like, I, but I know they're never gonna have one server for twenty five people. You know, it's just it's just not gonna happen. Uh, so I I get that, but I got so hung up on the character creator for City of Heroes, and for me it was the naming thing. I wanted to create a superhero where the name didn't require a number. Oh, you know, I, I, I didn't get that. I didn't. I didn't want to be. You know, I, I, this is a bad example, but like, I didn't want to be Wolverine twelve twelve thirty two. <laughs> I, you wanted I, you to know, be I, the Wolverine. I wanted to, yeah. It wasn't obviously the Wolverine, but like uh, you know, I'd, I but I I'd spent like five hours creating this character. And, and I'd written the backstory in my head, and I did all this stuff, and then you get to the naming, and you can't have the name you're going for. <laughs> Wolverine like, 132. Yeah, I'm like, has no. Has gone through this, and Don yeah, like, has Yeah, no, no. So, no, I'm, I'm with awkward. you. I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you on this. I, you'll, I was, be, you'll be happy to know. You can name it whatever you want. Can Baldur's Gate whatever you want. <laughs> Excellent. I named yes. one of mine Navi. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> Alright, kids, let's talk about 2DCon. Again, coming up this weekend as we record this, and probably as this gets released. Uh, but yeah, mm. September 25th uh, is the start of it. But it's every year. I think this is, what, the fifth year? Sixth year? Ninth year. Ninth Lies. year. Uh, no. Ninth year of 2DCon. Because that, that would mean I'm in my mid-40s, and that's not possible. It can't that's be nine, nine years, years already. Nine years into 2DCon. No, I don't like that. I don't like this at all, but that's <laughs> fine. Uh, 90s were ten years ago, right? That's That's what I'm... Going that, anyway. That's what we Yeah, the 90s were 10 years ago. Yeah. 1993 was my 2D guns. Time's relative. Dude, you start <laughs> telling me, like, man, games 20 years ago, I, I would immediately have thought, like, Donkey Kong Country, but now 20 years ago, that's Super Mario Sunshine or something. It's like, God oh, damn. God. All right. Well, taking suicide pills after the show, just <laughs> so, people, so people know. But, but I will say this. You know, knowing that 2D Con is now, uh, you know, it's it's got some years under its belt. You can definitely tell. I have been to many cons uh, with many different levels of organization. We'll say, you know, from very very corporate things to very volunteer run stuff. And 2D Con, I think, is probably one of the most professional for the fact that it's volunteer run. Mm-hmm that i've uh, that i've ever been to it's been i've been endlessly impressed the times i've gone uh oh, yeah. and and having talked with enough of you guys over the years and, and all that i can totally see why um but why do you think you guys in particular why do you think the con has been the success that it has been and, and it, you've been able to keep up you know the fact that you're going to be doing your 10th show next year like the fact that that's even possible uh, why do you think that that is that is the case? Uh, Kiniko, uh, do you want to take this one? I was going to say, I think it's honestly the community. Altogether, just the community that makes it really happen. Because, like, I don't know. I feel like it's because 2DCon has something for everybody. It's, it's pretty accessible. It's really fun. It's got, I don't know, this is going to be our biggest year. It, it is definitely our this biggest is gonna year. This is going to be our biggest year. But, yeah, I think it's just the overall, like, 
community, the environment. Um, it's such a, you know, just easy to get into con. You get to do whatever you want when it comes to gaming and everything. Uh, you don't, you know, it's, there's something for everybody. There's something for everybody. There's, there's, there's so many nice people there, there that'll help you out with learning stuff or, you know, you can play games with them, you know, compete with them if you want. There's, I don't know. It's just, it's just, we're just such a tight knit community and we want more people to come and be awesome with us. And I don't know, I'm on the spot. I'm like, Oh, what do I say? But it's, it's really that though. I think it's, it's really just the, the sense of community and just, just overall the atmosphere and having, you know, just so much to do. I, I, I will definitely, I can definitely agree on that. And, uh, also to add, uh, in regards just to, uh, going to 2 con for the past, uh, I've, uh, I've been involved in the group for about six years now. Mm. Um, and from what I have seen, especially now that I'm uh, one of the co-heads of volunteers and just seeing the hard work and uh, sweat and tears that go into making the convention itself, I, I can really see how, uh, how much work and dedication goes into, uh, that we all put in to making this the convention that uh, all of our guests can have the exp- uh, the experience and fun that we are putting into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, just over the past, it, it, for everyone listening here, um, we have been working on this uh, since, like, as soon as 2DCon 2022 ended, we started looking into what we can do to make things better for the year and uh, over the past 12 months we have been working with our marketing team to spread word on uh 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 sorry i'm also trying to think of all the stuff that we're doing um (laughs) we have been working on uh trying to get a bunch of actors involved spreading word on who is going to be showing up uh, creating the trading card games that Kinku Mao and Kiki, uh, all of our uh, marketing team has been uh, working on trying to create just so that way uh, our guests can have a fun experience or something to trade while at the convention. Uh, you can really see the hard work and dedication that we are putting in just to just so that way you guys can have all of that fun in a 72-hour the entire weekend, we want you guys to have as much fun as you possibly can. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly that. We do. We do want to have. Yeah. We want you guys to all have the best time that you possibly could have at DudeCon. Try out new games, make some friends, and yeah, just have a great time. Join my tournaments too. I got two tournaments that I'll be hosting at at DudeCon as well. Friday what night tournaments? And Saturday night. So I'll be I'll be hosting an eighteen plus uh, Cards Against Humanity tournament Friday night. At 11, and then on Saturday night at 7, I will be hosting a uh, 13 and up pretty, pretty sovereign tournament. So in other words, pretty, pretty princess, but, you know, we're inclusive, so we go pretty, pretty sovereign. And we are going to declare who is the prettiest sovereign of 2DCon during that tournament. So if you're interested, join us. Become the most beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I, I realize this wasn't your intent, 
And and we you know obviously we're talking uh, you know Mega Dads is primarily a video game thing, but like you said, there's it's video games, but it's also you know tabletop games, it's mm-hmm. also role playing games, it's also you know pop culture stuff. Like you mentioned, there's a lot of uh, actors coming and you know voice actors for anime and 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 all that stuff. A lot of cool stuff going on there. But I, I do want to say real quick that for some reason the Pretty Pretty Sovereign thing made me think I want to mix up Pretty Pretty Princess and Secret Hitler. I want to combine those some oh, way. I don't know how some, yet. You're definitely giving some indie developers some ideas now. I, yeah, yeah, I think I think we need to do something with this. I don't I don't know what yet, but but I, I think there's a and and we're, we're but we're not going to call it pretty pretty Hitler because that would just be no. awkward. <laughs> that would just, that would just be bad. Be, no 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 that'd no just no. be pretty, awkward you know pretty pretty leader <laughs> pretty pretty dictator pretty pretty yes! dear leader there we go pretty pretty dear leader there we go oh no <laughs> um. <laughs> I'd love to end on this effort. Uh, but yeah, it is. It is. Uh, so the show itself is not sold out right now. Like people can still attend and they can, it's a, you, you don't have to buy yeah. tickets ahead of time. You can, you can walk up and do that. I will say uh, those are v- the VIP tickets though. I think those are gone. Okay. I believe those are gone. Or the last time I saw there was like four left <laughs> for registration for VIP. Okay. How about, so. how about I, how about I check, but you can check out at 2dcon.net. Mm-hmm. Got to make sure you do the dot net. Um, and uh, yes, the VIPs are sold out as of this recording. Mm-hmm. Or at least you can't buy them on the website. You got to do like a, you know, you got to throw some money uh, uh, Mao's <laughs> way and they'll get you, they'll get you some, they'll get you tickets. You got to know uh, some people on the inside or something. Yeah, you, you do. Yeah. You, you do indeed. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but either way, and it's a fairly reasonable show. It's a weekend show for 55 bucks. So that's, that ain't bad. All uh, the arcade and tabletop that you can play the entire weekend. Great deal. Having just done a show uh, that is only one day longer and more than twice that for the time, uh, that is, uh, that is, I mean, the, the regular four-day pass is almost as much as your VIP pass. So that should uh, uh, should tell you how, how well, uh, well-priced this is. But if, mm-hmm. you, if you, and I, I said this last time, and I've, I know I've said this a few times when we've had 2D Con people on, if you're not in the Twin Cities area, or you can't make it out this weekend or whatever, find the local show that is nearest to you. Because I, I guarantee no matter where you are in the world, there is some geek con- convention out there that is probably you know a similar organization. It's probably volunteer run. And it, it, it might not be on the same level as a 2D con. It may be just, hey, a bunch of guys rented out a ballroom for, for a weekend and they want to do something there. That's how 2D con started for you. Exa- you know? Exactly. That's all it takes. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like find those local cons, and and at minimum, you know, go check them out. You know, buy a ticket, have fun with people. You know, and if you and if it's something you you dig, I bet you they're going to want to help. They're going to want help. You know, they're going to look, be looking for volunteers. They're going to be looking for people to help out in various ways. And it's a great way to get involved in just the general geek community wherever you are. So so definitely just yeah, just Google like whatever city you're in and convention, and you should be able to find something. Uh, but if you are in the Twin Cities area, definitely check out 2D Con. Uh, it, it, it is a great show, uh, and I, and I knew and I was saying that before I got involved with Mega Dads. So that is so this is not me just you know cashing that huge check that 2D Con gave me. Uh, but uh, um, wait a minute, Joe's yeah. paying you? 
What? Well, that, that, that's 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 why the that's where all that VIP money's going to. Oh so that God. that's why it's so much more expensive. It's going directly to Mega Dads. I was wondering uh, why I had to pay the three hundred for some. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but no, again, I, I keep going back to the guests. But I'm very excited about the guests. Uh, you got a lot Same. of voice actors. Uh, I have I've already set up meetings with six of them. I want to say. Uh, so, so I'm very excited for my other show that I do. Um, but if you're into streaming, if you're into uh, video games, if you're into just music, there's a lot of cool music, uh, guests this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, uh, if you're into cosplay, they got stuff there too. Uh, and there's a dog apparently. That's yes, coming. Miku, yes. baby girl. <laughs> uh, so, uh, it, it, there's really something for everyone, but yeah, uh, there there really is. Uh, no one doubt. one thing I definitely also want to add: uh, those who are just similar to Mega Dads, if you are a parent and you have a child that is six years or under, they get in for free. Hey, and and I did hear this. Feel free to confirm or not confirm. I'm going to edit it out regardless. Uh, uh, if you find Howard at the show, he is providing babysitting. <laughs> so I, you can just we do have an operations room but i don't you know i i've taken on a uh, several roles i don't think i can add that one there so and there is going to be kids activities there but they're not going to be your babysitter so you still have to have company <laughs> your children but there is going to be activities for kids too like minecraft and coloring stuff and um i believe also they've added this year a uh, sensory room too for anybody that nice. needs that kind of uh you know, kind of chill, wind down area too, which is really cool. And and the eighteen and under Cards Against Humanity tournament is going to be lit. So eighteen and under, huh? No, eighteen no, no. under, 18 yeah, up. yeah. 18 up. Eight, no, 18 no, plus. I, no. I know there's the eighteen plus one, but there's also the eighteen and under one. You mean apples and apples, or yes, Aww, there you go. That's Aww. adorable. <laughs> I mean, yes, we do have that, but to think that Kinikumao and I would be potentially playing that—that—that's just it. That's adorable. <laughs> I, th I, th I think there needs to be. I think there needs to be a Cards Against Humanity tournament, but you're only allowed PG language oh during it. I think. I think. Uh. I think that could be. I think you could do it. I think it'd be fun. Oh, I'd struggle so hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Speaking ah. of speaking of struggling so hard, wondrous will. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Ah, what happened? <laughs> Uh, what do you got coming up on the website? I know, I think you, did you just do the latest warp pod? Was that you? Uh, yeah, no, I did. I did do that. Um, gosh, what do I have? I don't know. My life is a disaster. Um, <laughs> <laughs> should probably, should probably try to get something finished. I'm sorry. It's okay. And that's, that is kind of the genius of Megadads is like, we have the built in excuse just right off the gate. <laughs> It's like no content. Yeah, our kids suck this week, so that's just not just not gonna happen. Our kid, uh, our kid drew on the wall, and it's like it did it. Uh, facts, yes. It, yes. <laughs> Look, I have a child, and there's drawing on the wall. I'll let you connect the dots. I'm not gonna. It's not my business what you think. I had to repaint the wall because of that. <laughs> yes. So anyway, again, 2D Con this weekend. And again, find your local con if you're not in the Twin Cities area. Uh, I want to thank Kanikumau and mm. and Howard Hong for coming on the show. Kanikumau, you are doing, you're, you're a Twitch streamer in addition to all Hi. this 2D Con stuff. Yeah, I sure am. Find me at twitch.tv slash I was just streaming last night. And what were you playing? 
I was playing. I was playing uh, Monster Hunter Rise and Street Fighter. Uh, no, Monster Hunter Rise and Streets of Rage Four. Those were the ones I was playing last night. Okay. All right. Howard, do you do any of the streaming as well? Uh, you know, uh, probably after the convention, I'll have more information on that. But as of right oh, now, big reveal. Um, I am just uh, trying to work on getting the volunteers set up and ready to go. So <laughs> nothing as of right now. Yeah, if you're if you're new to it, I mean, there is going to be a panel all about it. Give me a panel all about starting streaming, and there's even a panel for getting into voice acting as well. So th- those are two panels. I mean, yeah, those are two panels I'm looking forward to. I want I want to stop by. Maybe I can learn some things, you know, on the streaming one, or you know, definitely learn a lot from the voice acting one too. Because people yeah. tell me I should be one, so I'm like, okay, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> tell me where I go. Yeah. Record that one for me. I'll be in the operations room. <laughs> <laughs> And again, you can check out Will's stuff on megadads.org. Are you just slash Will at, at that? I, how do we... I just just Google Will. Just just type the word Will into Google. That's oh, it. I'll show up eventually. Don't even... Don't add Megadads Will. Just say, just to put Will into Google and you'll find him. Seriously, help uh, him on the Google search. Just start refreshing the screen. That way he can, <laughs> we can put him on top. There we go. I like that. <laughs> There's the homework for the weekend. There, yes, that's your homework, everyone. <laughs> Let's get Will on top of the Google. Uh, just Will on top of the Google. That's all we'll say. Uh, well, thank you guys, all of you, for so much for coming on the show. Mm-hmm. It's super exciting. I know we're going to have all of you. I, I said we're going to have all of you back at some point. I didn't mean all at once, but uh, that uh, that's just the way it worked out. But we'll definitely need to get you back. Once once the the, the afterglow of 2D Con is kind of over and you can kind of once chill all, a like, little really bit. Once we're all exhausted from Exactly, exactly. <laughs> we'll do it r- Let's do it right after. No, I'm Let's kidding. do it Monday morning, 6 a.m. Let's do it. Oh, my. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Megadad's Checkpoint is powered by Pants and part of Megadads.org because the ancient compacts must be fulfilled. I want to be railroaded.